0: Pigweed here from Beer in Conversation with Pigweed and Crow Hill. Today we review an English pale ale and discuss why all cops are bad. Hello and welcome to Beer in Conversation with Pigweed and Crow Hill. Good
1: evening, Crow Hill. Good evening, Pigweed. What's on your mind? So I was thinking about um, statistics. Mm I was thinking about the percentages of populations and percentages of crimes and percentages of this or that. And um, men make up 50% of the population. Yes. Did you know they make up 93% of the people killed by cops? Okay. What do you draw from that? So the cops are clearly sexist. Cops are clearly sexist because they're they're killing men. They're anti-man. They're killing men at a disproportionate rate. Are women mad about this? Usually when the numbers aren't, aren't in their favor, they complain. <laughs> well, I think the numbers are in their favor in this case. But, yeah. So, anyway, uh, just thought I'd toss that out there. Did you see my, my uh, cool Maryland bottle opener? Very cool. Yep. it's a it's right a piece of metal cut out in the shape of the state of Maryland it's got a built-in handle to <laughs> it it's hand shaped <laughs> yes, with a with a little uh, i guess it goes that way yes. and <laughs> and um, with a little cut out for for doing a bottle opener which is good because we wanted to open up this old speckled hen old speckled hen a distinctive english ale, but
0: something odd is going on here. What is this I see on the? I back? know,
1: I know. It's it it is twelve it, fluid it ounces. It is actually twelve ounces. This must be from like a, a traditional old I, brewer. I swear, or something. I'm embarrassed to say
0: this, but I, the
1: bottle looked funny to me.
0: And that's because uh, they're they're normally eleven point two. I know.
1: When usually, when you get these European ones, they're they're some strange eleven point two fluid ounces. I, did, well, I know. And this but is this
0: something that they, they shipped? No, imported from the UK. I thought maybe it
1: was brewed there and bottled here or something. No. No? Imported from the UK. They just must be bucking the tradition. And um, I like this. Old Speckled Hen owes its name not to a bird, but to a car. A paint-spattered featherweight fabric saloon. The MG Factory Runaround, finally referred to as Old Speckled Un, thanks to this modeled appearance, The famous beer with distinctive and delicious toffee malt character was first brewed in 1979 to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the iconic MG factory.
0: Well, there you
1: have it. When I was a kid, I always wanted an MG. I thought they were cool cars. They they
0: were cool cars.
1: Right. Hmm. It's It's just a nice malty. Yes, it's malty. It's it's sweet. uh, Toffee. I get that. Yeah. Just a very pleasant, drinkable beer. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't had an old speckled hen, try one because it's a... It's a good example of a slightly malty, um, very drinkable pale ale. And as they say, distinctive.
0: It distinctive. really it really yeah. is, you know, there are lots of uh
1: English pale ales taste alike. That's fine, that's the style. Yeah.
0: There's something about that.
1: Yeah. It's 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 got a little bit that toffee flavor going on. Mm-hmm. It's good. Give it a try. A lovely color. Good beer. Uh, yes, so, uh, I
0: saw, you know, I'm sitting sitting at home, having a nice beer, watching cities burn to the ground, yep. uh, and I notice a cab spray painted
1: on stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: What's up with that a cab?
1: I think that's, that's when you're calling a cab. You say, hey <laughs> cab. <And> the,
0: <laughs> now, no, that's not, not, it. not in, uh, Antifa speak. Ah. In Antifa speak, BLM speak, it's all cops are bad. So uh, so we've been told that the entire policing system is racist and biased and uh you know you can't even make the you can't make the claim that okay, well that cop did something wrong.
1: Well that doesn't taint all of us. Oh yes it does. I think it's I think it's amazing when you watch these protests and you see some, you know, twenty three year old uh white woman spluttering, spitting, staring, yelling in the face of a black cop who's doing his duty, you know, trying to protect some black-owned business or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and she's yelling at him about how he's so racist and (laughs) horrible and And It's like, like, the the self- Discipline and control. Oh, that my guy goodness. has to Yeah, has that to little brat gets back in her dad's Volvo <laughs> and drives home in the evening after burning down somebody else's neighborhood. Right, yeah. So you have to really respect those guys for being able to stand up to that spittle-induced, crazed <laughs> lunacy people are spouting at them. But it is um, there certainly is an attitude that all cops are bad. And now, certainly, some cops are bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in any group of people, any in any profession, any any collection of people, some of them are going to be bad. So they're bad cops for sure. But uh, you know, we from time to time, our man of the week is a cop who went out and saved somebody, and yeah. you know, cops do good things. And and yeah, it's pretty terrible to be. But this cab the idea
0: that there's a, a a black genocide being committed by cops mm-hmm. that uh, blacks are are dying just for uh going about their daily lives mm-hmm. uh that the policing system and might as well throw in the courts and the prison and everything right is uh
1: systemically racist and uh by design yeah and biased against black people yeah. and and if that's true that would be terrible when we would be the first people to say fix it um Yeah, but I think it's kind of what you call a broad brush,
0: but (laughs) it's not, it's, this isn't being spouted by Antifa crazies and BLM, hardcore BLMers. Yeah, this is, this is uh, major corporations, academia, you know, the whole, uh, a lot of people have
1: gotten on board with this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and it's all spoken as, uh, well, as fact, you know, as we we know, uh, and hear that, uh, towering Intellectual uh, Colin Kaepernick yeah. wrote some has some fantastic ideas about policing, and he claims that he sees uh, he sees black. Death all around me at the hands of the police. Wow. I mean, who's he hanging out with? Yeah, where's he, where's he living? I mean, he and his other black millionaire friends are just getting picked off one at a, one at a time. Doesn't
1: seem very likely. Uh, yeah. no, he
0: says that his, his main claim is that the, that the police and prison systems are fundamentally tainted by white supremacy and used to destroy black society. The central te- intent of policing is to surveil terrorize, capture, and kill marginalized populations,
1: specifically black folks. So if he said that if he said that in uh, eighteen seventy, I would say (laughs) I would say you're right. (laughs) You know? You're absolutely right. Um, The central intent? Yeah, if he said that in nineteen forty nine Tennessee, he he might be right. I mean actually central intent would still be a little bit of a stretch, but obviously Obviously, there have been times in America where policing has been to, to terrorize and kill black people. Right. No, no question yeah, but about
0: yeah. it. Uh, but that, that,
1: that was, that's more of like a
0: side hobby. It
1: still was never, se-
0: <laughs> still was never designed it it for <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Yeah,
1: okay, that's fair, right. It wasn't, it wasn't designed for that. It was designed to keep the peace and, and, and uh, capture bad guys. To say that that's the
0: truth. He says, this is a criticism, he says, it's designed for social control. Well, you mean removing c- criminals from polite society? Well, of and, course, getting, and getting... course, of course, police is for
1: social <laughs> control. What else, I know. What else would it be for? I know. <laughs> yeah. This
0: is, yeah. Okay. Thanks, Eric. you cleared okay. that up.
1: Yeah. So, so I guess the, the 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 thing is, we know that there have been racist uh, pogroms in the past against black people. No, absolutely no question about that. Is it really going on today? Yes. And and where's the evidence for that? And you know, people come out with all these stories that they say are evidence of, you know, cops going around indiscriminately killing black people, and it doesn't really turn out to be that way. No, it doesn't. And they are uh, and the the notion
0: that yeah, that black well we'll we'll get into defunding the police later, but mm-hmm. that that dangerous black neighborhoods are dangerous because of the cops. Yeah, but then when you go and people... talk to people
1: in the neighborhoods Oh, people yeah. who live in the neighborhoods, and they're like, no, give us more cops yeah, in here.
0: Yeah, no, the, it's the the white liberals on the Upper West Side with private security. They're yes, the ones, they're the ones that, who are saying get rid of the cops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: The people who actually live in those neighborhoods are like, we know we want that's the cops not, here. That's <laughs> not the problem. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, so there's, there's definitely a disconnect between kind of that, that, that spittle spouting, uh, activists yelling at the, Yelling at the black cop and the people who actually live in neighborhoods where they they want cops, right? You and you would think that. I mean, this this
0: you would expect this to be backed up by the numbers. Yeah, the numbers should should say now the idea that uh, three people a day are killed by cops—that's kind of rough. Yeah, that's kind of a lot. It is. <laughs> but uh, since ninety-five percent of them are are against an armed and dangerous person, I don't know what what else you want. You want you want there to be. More dead cops, so that there are fewer dead-
1: yeah you know what I mean well, we are we do have a violent society, yeah we've had a show on that once before, yeah, that just generally speaking, there's far too much killing and violence in the United States than there should be, so just starting there, you know we've we've, we've got a problem that needs to be fixed, but the question is, is it directly tied to race um is it do we have this situation like who was the sports guy who said that um, blacks are going around? Oh, uh, sorry, cops are going around hunting black people.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. LeBron James. Well, was it LeBron James? Yeah. Okay, I don't follow basketball, so I don't really. Uh, he's a basketball guy. He's a basketball guy. <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> right. So I guess we, one of the questions is, what do the numbers say? What
0: we'll do the numbers say? And so you, well, let's look at the big numbers, and then we'll go look at the little numbers. The big numbers being overall numbers of, of killing. Reg- without regard to the circumstances, because really the complaint should be is that the innocent, unarmed, Mm -hmm. Mm non-threatening black person is just being killed indiscriminately.
1: Right. But... uh, Which makes up... It's a very small number. Of all all the people who are killed killed by cops in a year, the number of unarmed people killed by cops is a pretty small percentage. (laughs) It is. Um, But... Cops killed nearly twice as many white people as black people in twenty fifteen. This is where we have the most recent uh, data that's that's reliable,
0: compiled um, by the Washington Post. Right, so
1: it's, you know, it's, of course it's reliable. Yeah. Um, not, now, not, no, so, I mean it's not. It's, it's not uh, biased in favor of cops. No, <laughs> no. But I wanted to point one thing out about this is we know the names of whenever a black guy gets shot. We know their names. We, it's, it's it's national news. We hear all about it all the time. There are lots of videos and lots of stories of analogous, like any any story about a black guy getting killed one way, you can find an analogous story of a white guy getting killed by a cop the same way. We don't know their guy their names. No, we don't. We don't. So so there's there's no, a there's no, a weird no, that, bias no, that, going on here. But anyway, nearly twice as many whites as blacks are killed in 2015. Now that doesn't. You have to remember that. um 62% of the population is white, only 13 or 14% of the population is black. So, 62% of the population and 50% of the deaths versus 13% of the population and 26% of the deaths, that seems disproportionate, right? right? Um, until you start looking at it as a percentage of crime. When you percent, look at the percentage of people who are charged with, or who, who end up in violent encounters with the police. Yes. Things change, and that's yes. that's why I mentioned in our opening. If you just look at the bare statistics, then you would say, "Well, the cops are sexist; they're going around killing men more than they're killing women." Well, there's a really obvious reason for that: men yeah. are more violent than women. Yes,
0: uh, right. Yes. So, which is why you have to dig a little bit deeper than why are thir- How come the number of black men killed by cops isn't exactly thirteen
1: percent, which is what their representative yeah. of the population is? Right, right. And no. and Thomas Sowell would point out. Nowhere does exact proportional representation ever work there's, yeah. no, there's no there's no situation in real life where exact proportional representation no. works no. but nurses clowns whatever <laughs> whatever yeah. it's never, this is
0: never exact
1: right so so it it is true that proportionately more blacks are being killed by police than whites, but it's also true that more blacks are getting into violent confrontations. With the police than yeah. whites, right? So you have to you have to look at both of those. Now more white and Hispanics die from police homicides than blacks, um, and also uh, unarmed black men are more likely to die by the gun of a cop than unarmed white men. But once again, you have to dig into the details.
0: All right. Hold it's, on. Let me get back to this for this one here because I thought this. So uh, the the percentage of homicides. Mm-hmm. Percentage of white men just being killed at all—twelve percent of those are by cop, right? Okay. But four percent of uh, black homicide deaths are yeah. the result
1: of police. Yeah, office. so that gets us into the whole Chicago thing. Like in Chicago, black people are killing other black people all the time, right? And it's—I mean, it's horrible. I wish there, we could stop Well, that. Baltimore too. But, but it's interesting to note that of if you're a, if you're a white guy who's been shot to death you're three times more likely to have been killed by a cop yeah than if you're a black guy who's been shot yeah to death.
0: that's not that's not uh, you know funny business with the numbers that's just straight up yeah there.
1: but but so it's the same thing it's you know a long time ago there was this book called how to lie with statistics and yeah. you know you can always find a way to pick out the statistics that seem to go along with your story sure. and you know we could we could take all the different statistics on crime and pull out different numbers and try to make some point out of it. But yeah. it's only when you actually dig in and look at the numbers that you, that you get a better picture. So unarmed black men are more likely to die by a cop than unarmed white men. But So I was listening to a, on the way up here tonight, I was listening to Coleman Hughes, mm-hmm. who's fantastic. And he was doing a show on Black Lives Matter and how he kind of changed his mind about a lot of those things. And he was saying that it is true that cops are more likely to rough up Black and Hispanic uh, people in in their interactions with them, but they're more likely to shoot white people, hmm. which was which was kind of strange. That's interesting. Um, that there's that there is that there is more violence against blacks and Hispanics, but there's more deadly violence against whites, which ah. which is rather strange. But anyway, this whole unarmed label is misleading for a couple different reasons. Some an unarmed man can be trying to reach for your gun. He's still unarmed, but he's trying to reach for your gun. Yeah. uh, Also, if I'm trying to run you
0: over with his car.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Or let's say I'm trying to shoot person A, and I accidentally shoot person B, who's unarmed. Well, I'm a cop, and here's this armed guy, and I'm trying to shoot him, and I miss, and I shoot goes through a window and hits an innocent bystander. Right. That counts as an unarmed. So. These statistics really, you know, you have to look into them in more detail. You can't just take them. Yeah, at well, was, value. I, so
0: let's talk about the, the, the numbers. There were uh, roughly three hundred black men mur- killed by cops, mm-hmm. and there were nine that were unarmed. Yeah. So before you even get into what yeah what unarmed means, still we're looking at
1: a small percentage. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, obviously, it'd be better if nobody was being killed at all. But, the fact of the matter is, people are violent and bad things happen. That's why we have cops. And cops are out there, they have guns for reasons. But, and they're, sh- and
0: they're, they, they're not trained to shoot guns out of people's hands, or try to sh- <laughs> just shoot them, right, shoot yeah. him in the ankle, you know, just so they they, they don't keep coming at yeah. you.
1: It's such a silly, it's such a silly thing, you know. People who promote, why couldn't you just shoot him in the leg? Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs>
0: because he's because he's running at me with a knife. Yeah. you know how long it takes for a person to cover twenty five feet with a knife?
1: Yeah, yeah. How, like about, how about you go? How about you go to the? How about you go to the firing range, and. Try even even when you're calm and collected, mm-hmm. and you see a, have a target over there, and try to shoot the legs. On you know, if, I, this is actually I think this is horrible. If you go to the target range, a lot of the targets people use uh-huh. are pictures of people. Not <laughs> silhouettes. Not the, the, no. I mean, it's a it's a human being with like numbers in different spots, and you're trying to shoot. I don't I don't like that. I, I grew up shooting, but I was always shooting at little rings, you know, a <laughs> you know, regular target. But anyway, so you go calm and collected and you're just sitting there and you have all the time in the world and you try to shoot a knee or something like that. It's not, it's not easy to do it, you know, 25 feet away in in a gun range. Try to do it when somebody's charging at you, you know, it's just an absurd thing to say. Anyway, so um, this unarmed thing. Turns out not to not to really hold up. No, uh, uh, you got got more stats? Yeah. So um, blacks are more likely to kill cops than be killed by cops. Uh, I thought that one was kind of interesting. Yeah. That that um, now Heather McDonald, whose statistics we rely on for a lot of these things, said that a cop is 18 times more likely to be killed by a black guy than an unarmed black guy is to be killed by a cop. Now, I think that's kind of playing with the numbers. Why is it an unarmed black guy? Why don't you just make the numbers straight? But in any event, um, cops do get killed by black and white people, of course. And those numbers don't come out. Mm -hmm. We don't don't hear how often cops get killed. Um, We also don't hear... The other thing that, that really bothers me about all this is everything is about a white officer killing a black guy. Certainly, there are black cops killing black guys. Certainly there are white cops killing white guys, and certainly there are black cops killing white guys, right? Yes. But we never hear about any of that. No, All we, we hear don't. about is the white cops killing the black guys. Why is that? Because that supports this narrative that we're supposed to believe yes. that cops are a bunch of racists going around trying to hunt down black people, which simply is not true. But we're being fed information to try to make it seem like that's true. Yes. And none of them, like Dopey Joe, that's going to be my new one, Dopey okay. Joe. Okay, Dopey Joe.
0: Uh... Yeah, Toby Joe says says that I guess he's talking about all black pretty sure he's talking about all black Americans wake up every day not knowing if they're going to be murdered that day for simply going about their lives. Yeah, well, thanks Joe. Yeah. That's 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 really that's really helpful because uh armed
1: or unarmed none of them are just going about their lives. <laughs> so, I uh, I guess if you lived in the worst section of Chicago, uh-huh you know, you yes, you might be fearful of getting involved in some gunplay or something. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> the, the vast majority of people no. yes, yeah, you just wake wake up in the morning every day. Am I just... going to be murdered today?
0: <laughs> I, I, don't I think be murdered. so. And the implication, well, we can get we, we can get into the other numbers. If you are worried about it, uh, there's a if, as a black person, there's a 93% chance that your black your homicide will come at from another black
1: person, right? So, so most most homicides so, so, so are like, intraracial, in within a race.
0: Yes, yes, yeah. and I, I guess Joe Dopey Joe thought that he was implying that you're you, you, that this person who going about their normal day is going to be killed by a cop. Mm-hmm. Well, no, and it's not. And nor is it going to be from a white person, right? And most, and yes, most violence, criminal violence, is. Intra-racial, but in the cases that that is inter-racial, eighty-five percent of the times it's uh, black on white. Mm-hmm. So the idea that to just that one has a just going about your life, you're going to be killed by either a cop or just or an or, or a white civilian, uh, you know, this, the numbers are, are statistically zero.
1: But what happens is it's the same thing with this with like the stranger danger thing, right? Like. If the media is always telling you about the kid who gets captured by the stranger and hauled off and killed in the woods, even though that only happens three times in a year. Now you you won't let your kid go to the park one block from the house. Right, because that's the story that you've been told over and over and over again. And the media has been telling us this story over and over and over again about... White cops killing unarmed black men, right? And it's just not the whole story. There's, there's so much more to it. There's so, so many other things going on, but, but that's not what we're being told.
0: No, here in fifty was two hundred and fifty eight blacks were killed by police, and six thousand blacks were killed by other civilian blacks. Right, and uh, so uh, this that narrative that's not backed up by any numbers mm-hmm. uh, is. How Black Lives Matter got off the ground. Right. And in Chicago, which has just been having a record year, or 2020, record year of, of murders, the, uh, uh, the the mayor asked for Black Lives Matter help.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, look, we, you guys if need Black to come in matter, here. Black Lives Matter,
1: why don't you come in here and
0: help us? And, right. uh, crickets, yeah. complete disinterest, because, like you said, they really all, they don't care about Black Matter. They, care, they about care about the narrative specific, and raising money. Yeah. Yes, a specific situation yeah. uh, where it's a uh, you know a black victim and a white white cop. If not white cop, we'll take it. We'll take a white citizen. That, uh, you know
1: that'd be that'd be just as good. Right. Uh, well, right. So so Coleman Hughes made made an interesting point. So the the premise of Black Lives Matter is that black people are being killed. Left and right, all over the place, and, and nobody right. cares. Nobody cares, right? Well, he he says that the premise is exactly backwards, because whenever a black guy gets killed uh, by a white cop or something like that, we all know it. We we know these names. Everybody knows about Trayvon Martin and, and George Floyd and all these other names. They're in the news. We hear about it. Everybody knows those names. Nobody knows the names of the white guys that get killed by cops. Unarmed white guys who get killed by cops. Even though there for every situation, for every one of these situations where you can find here's this black guy who was killed by a cop and it looks like it was a mess, you can find an analogous situation where a white guy was killed by a cop and it looks like Did a mess. But well, we don't know there is a North names.
0: Carolina story where this guy comes out of his house with a gun and shoots a child. Black man shoots a child In the head, on his bike, in his yard. Oh yeah, Uh, I don't know his name. Mm -hmm. I mean, can you imagine the world would be set on fire if 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 the races were the other way around? And that guy apparently had been at their house for dinner the previous night. So who knows what was going on? Well, the guy was
1: probably mentally disturbed. Exactly. Yeah, yeah,
0: something. But uh, but yeah, nobody tried to incite a race war over it. Right. And, yeah. nobody, and nobody, and nobody, and
1: and that kid's name isn't on on, on everybody's lips. Yeah. Okay, and 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 here I got to full listen, because because we've been talking all this time about blacks and whites and race and all this other kind of stuff, and I I want to go on record as saying that race has no genetic or scientific basis. We do all this this talk about you know blacks and whites and all this other kind of stuff. There race, like there's there's more variation within. Blacks and within whites than there is between blacks and whites. Mm -hmm. And this whole concept of race is actually an outdated system that scientists will say doesn't even even work. Like, within Africa, there's more genetic diversity within Africa than there is within all the other continents combined. And the reason for that is very simple. Because humans lived in Africa for 300,000 years, and then, like, maybe... Some smaller, 60,000 years or something like that, a small group of people went out of Africa and populated the rest of the world. Right. So you're taking a much smaller group of people, and that's where the diversity for everybody else comes from. The diversity inside Africa is far bigger. and That's a complicated thing. But the, but the point is, this we divide people by this absurd, trivial feature, the color of their skin. I mean, can you think of anything stupider to divide people by right. than than the color of their skin? But that's what we do. And um, the whole this whole concept of race and the white race and the black race and all it's it's dumb, it's stupid, it's outdated, and we really need to get it. Well
0: it was it was get it was on its way out. It was until uh, you know, critical race theory and <laughs> uh, systemic racism portionality of everything uh, you know right said that every every diversity emphasis yeah uh you know you, you you now now you can just walk into a room and decide how racist the place is by <laughs> looking at people's I, by, I by, by taking at a little the color of their skin yeah right. yeah like a little uh, chart you yeah. know you could just put it
1: on each person's arm and, yeah. uh, okay there's not now, enough that's not enough that here's but another bottom, interesting little scientific here. thing here um that that all people all over the world, all humans all over the world, were probably all black or brown until about 8,000 years ago. Yeah. That that the idea of, that, like, white skin is a relatively recent development. Um, so, uh, no I mean, way, this whole thing uh, okay. this whole thing about dividing people by race is just stupid. All right. What else you got? So,
0: uh, right, since these, since, since these, like you said, there's this emphasis on, on the tips of everybody's tongues, uh, are, all, are, are a certain number of names, and these are the
1: names... Or on the back of their helmets.
0: Yeah, the, and these names are what has given life to the Black, Black Lives, Lives Matter. Matter. Yes. And it started, you know, 10 years ago with Trayvon Martin. Right. Then uh, it, that died down a little bit till, until Michael Brown, mm-hmm. Eric Garner, uh, Breonna Taylor, and then finally George Floyd. Right. So you would think that these, was, these would be... Right, so these are the egregious cases.
1: You would think they'd be slam dunk cases.
0: Slam dunk, and that's yeah. why. And, and because you've got because it's happening all the time, mm-hmm. you're only going to pick out the the, the most the best, solid best cases. That's example, right? So uh, Trayvon Martin was just walking to the store to get some Skittles and was killed for wearing a hoodie. That's the story. You can still hear you can still hear that all the time, right? right? Uh, so when you got have a man on the ground and you're beating the crap out of
1: him and he has a concealed carry permit, you're going to get shot, mm-hmm. and that's what happened. So, so the the problem with a lot of these stories is, people only hear one side of the story, and it's kind of like we live in two worlds nowadays—the yeah. left and the right, and everything else. Pe- people live in nobody waits two five realities. minutes for facts. And no, that's right. It's it's whatever, and this is the thing, and I'm, I probably figured it
0: out is. Whatever story gets out the next day, whatever is that fastest, will be right. the
1: story that sticks. Yes. And so you just say it's not anything. even the next day, it's like within hours. But but you're right. Whatever gets said first is the, it makes So that's what, so
0: so uh, so Michael Brown, right? First thing is hands up don't shoot. And the dumbass redskins walk out onto the field with their hands up one day later with no information at all. Mhm uh about this poor guy this poor gentle giant who's getting ready to go back to school so he's a criminal a dropout uh just the sweetest guy and then you know what happens so uh the uh, the holder holder the state state's attorney goes after the cop mm-hmm. finds nothing the holder justice department also agrees you no know, th- th- this guy was was fighting the cop and going for his gun yeah uh, but the pro- but, here's the but you still hear those same names. You still hear, you will hear Trayvon Martin and uh, and uh, Michael Brown out of the lips of Harris and Biden. You'll probably you'll you'll, you'll hear it tomorrow, you'll, regardless yes. of the facts.
1: Yes, you hear it all the time, and the problem is the first version of the story that comes out is yep. almost always wrong. Yep. It's it's wrong with... No matter what it is. It, 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 almost no matter what the story is. Whatever, whatever the first version of the story is, it's going to be wrong if you stop and listen and find out the facts. And with a lot of these things, you know, the hands up, don't shoot was not true. Breonna
0: Taylor. So Breonna, Breonna Taylor was, they went to the wrong house... It was a no-knock warrant, and she was killed while quietly sleeping in her bed. That's the story. That's the story, and that, and you're still here that story. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, until they go through all of the facts, and no, it was the right house. There was a no-knock warrant, and she was standing in the hallway. They right knocked next anyway. they, uh, No, no, they knocked, yeah. and they announced themselves. The guy, they came through the door. The guy admits to shooting the cop first. And then, I don't know, I don't, who knows how this happened that there were uh all of the cops shot back and I don't know and no, none of them hit the guy with the gun. They all hit the girlfriend that was standing next to him. So you know, so I don't reminds, know yeah. <laughs> unless unless he was standing
1: behind her. That, that reminds me of an old story. So uh so Napoleon in the Napoleonic War, um a one of the soldiers shoots a priest, and the local bishop um comes up and uh and complains to Napoleon and and Napoleon finds, brings the soldier in, and says, "What happens?" And apparently, the uh, the soldier was shooting at one thing, and he missed, and he shot the priest. Right. So the Napoleon finds the guy, finds the soldier, and, uh, and, and then the bishop goes away satisfied. And one of Napoleon's aides says to him, uh, "How'd you come up to the, with the fine?" And he said, "Well." Um, One dollar for shooting the priest and five dollars for bad marksmanship. (laughs) That's that's what this brings. I mean, these cops, why why would they why are there so many bullets flying and why did they not shoot the guy that they should have shot? Yeah. You know, so there's all kinds of things to investigate here. But to try to break it down just to a matter of race is is childish and simplistic and silly.
0: Right, I mean, if, they didn't go if after the them because did...
1: they were black. They went after them for some other reason. Yes,
0: because yes, they had a warrant for the uh, drug dealing and and arms selling, uh, and uh, either she was, you know, intimately involved in it or was just choosing some really bad company. Yeah. Uh, but all you hear is that you know she was a nursing student
1: and for... right, yeah, and cops. You know, I'm I'm. Generally speaking, defending cops, but there are problems with the way we do things. I think the yeah, cops are yeah. over militarized. I think uh-huh. they, I think they, they go in uh, with with too many cops too frequently. They go in with SWAT teams and with too many, too with high powered rifles and everything else too often. Yeah. I think they, I think they make things more violent and confrontational than they need to be. Right. So I've I have a lot of criticism. Yeah, I agree for the for the way a lot of these things are done. But I really don't believe that it. It's a matter of race. I think it's it's there are there are a lot of problems that need to be solved, and by all means, let's try to solve but, those but things. But the
0: problems that that you're talking about about the over militarization and and uh, you know going to a situation
1: uh, that was just as true in about, Waco as it is here. I, well,
0: exactly, right? And like you like you said earlier, uh, there are similar non-racial problems uh, or examples. Yeah, They're, and and so if it if it. If is so widespread, why are you picking these actually kind of crummy examples? Yes. I mean, even George Floyd, uh, like George Floyd, his a third grade teacher, I don't know why she's still hanging on to this. Why would she still have a, a, a little drawing by George Floyd when he was in the third grade. That he wanted to be a Supreme Court justice, and so the Washington Post writes a story that racism stopped George Floyd from being
1: a, <laughs> being a Supreme Court justice. Yeah, yeah.
0: so those racist laws that that uh, put you in jail for uh, theft and drugs and yeah. kidnapping.
1: I heard, I heard George Floyd had a rap sheet that would be really, really hard. I mean, you had to work hard to get as much bad of a rap sheet as he had before he died. Now, I mean, yeah. I'm sad that he died, but he. Um, he wasn't just going about his own business.
0: Yeah. Uh, he wasn't, Joe, he wasn't this just a Joe. He was with three other people who all went home that that night because they all be, behaved themselves. And I don't. So and he was high. My point. Oh yes, yes. that whole "I can't breathe" fentanyl thing fentanyl, right. was taking place before he was ever put on the ground. The uh, the uh yes, sorry he died. Didn't deserve to die. Uh, but to me, this is either a. Uh, An isolated bad cop situation Mm -hmm. or an isolated Minneapolis police that has this knee-on-the-neck policy, and then that's the problem. But what it is not is representative of the other 800,000 cops that are in the country.
1: Right. Yeah. And it's not a question of, I mean, as far as we can tell, there doesn't seem to be any evidence that this was done for, for some sort of racial motivation I, they, I, no, no one has
0: ever made the the, the actual case yeah. other than standing back and looking at the skin of the two people yeah uh, but other, other other than that there's no uh, and is, isn't it hard, like, actual racial
1: argument so so as I mentioned before, there, there are cases where black cops shoot white people. There are cases where black cops shoot black people. There are cases where white cops shoot white people and white cops shoot black people. and like
0: you're, like you were saying about selectively choosing your statistics, yeah, uh, yeah. If you just want, but
1: all if, we ever talk about, but is if there, no there are options, so it.
0: many cases of innocent, unarmed black people being killed by cops, you think
1: you'd do better than these five? Yes, we we, we don't the the ones that get held up as the examples, the quintessential examples of racist. Oh, cops. oh hold on, and Eric Garner. You know Eric Garner. Uh, uh, which one was that?
0: She was the guy, uh, big huge guy, who was selling Lucy's, selling oh yeah, that was cigarettes. the Baltimore one. No, no, that's new york City well so then so so he has, so he fights with the cops uh-huh. and in the end has some you know he's, he's overweight and has all kinds of other health problems in the struggle uh he dies, uh-huh. he was killed for selling Lucy's all right. Uh, it doesn't matter what the previous encounter is. When the cops say you're under arrest and you say, we're not doing this, we're going to fight, it doesn't matter what the initial interaction right. was. Right. So they don't tell me that they didn't come in there with the idea of killing a man for selling individual
1: cigarettes. Right. The problem was that he resisted.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, right. if you're under arrest, you're under arrest. Yeah. Uh, and, and 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 we're getting in the position where cops are afraid of injuring a person so that if you... If you're compliant and go along you get arrested. If you're willing to fight then you get released. Is that is that the is that the situation that we want <laughs> yeah. we want to
1: set up? No. No, we don't want that. So so we're still faced with this situation where only certain kinds of cop-on civilian violence is what's getting reported yeah. because that's what supports this story that gets perpetuated. And I guess the question is why is this story getting perpetuated? What's what's the motivation in promoting this idea that cops yeah, are racist or going why, around... Why would all white
0: newsrooms gleefully <laughs> report on
1: the systemic racism of police departments? Well, it's, what is it, it's like, what it makes them feel... It's like, it's like that uh, 25-year-old college-educated white woman spitting at the black guy at the rallies, you know? It's like this there's this huge amount of white guilt of whites wanting to believe that the system is racist. They're not racist, They're not. Course, but, nobody yeah. I know, nobody I hang out with, and nobody in my family, yeah. and nobody actually know, but but, but... but somehow or other, the uh, the system is racist and rigged and all this other kind of stuff, and it, I don't know, it makes them feel better about themselves to, to think this.
0: I uh, yeah. um, uh, yeah. Which is why, you know, uh, a horrible black-on-white oh, murder... They, are like, nah, that's not really front page stuff. Yeah. Until it's the other way around, I don't. Well, well, there, what's there the motivation?
1: There's definitely a bias in the way these things are reported, and it's 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 just weird. It's just trying to promote. Okay. So what attitude. does? So what? 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 So that, So there's no
0: justice, and all cops are bad. What? what is your idea of justice and how or do you want to reform the system of course except for not i'm talking not talking about the the crazies who just think that we should you know the the Colin Kaepernick's that just think just well, well first off you start with you get rid of all cops courts and prisons and then
1: that's what <laughs> that's, that's going to make things lovely yeah right so
0: but even so but this you know this no justice no peace 5 minutes after the event yeah when you don't have Any any facts at all. And and what what are you saying? I saw a video where it looks like a a black person was mistreated. You need to bring that person out into the street where we're chanting so that he he could be murdered by a mob, which I uh, I, I I seem to remember somewhere that blacks are kind of against mob justice.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they should be. Everybody should be against mob justice. Mob justice is terrible because it's not justice. Um, But there certainly is... There certainly is a rush to judgment in these cases, and whenever it's a white cop and a black guy, and especially a white cop and an unarmed black guy, all of a sudden... There's which, this, all, right, all right, 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 which, which nine people, top, yeah. Yeah. after right. after two out of 260, it was nine, so... But I do, but there, I mean, there obviously is a problem. Why is it that three people are shot by cops every day? You know, <laughs> yeah. There's... There's, seems clear, like a lot. there's clearly, there's clearly, oh, no, no, oh, there's clearly shot and killed. Who knows how many, right? Or just shot. Or just shot. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> maybe there's 3000 of them. Right. So, um, so there's, there's clearly a violence problem. There's clearly, there are clearly things about police that could be reformed and cleaned up. Um, and, and obviously we don't want anybody to be shot and killed by the police. If that can be avoided. Um, but the way this is all being covered, it's, it's basically it's trying to create some sort of it's trying to create racial tension is what it's trying to do and that's With, why do we get that and I don't, I don't want no, that who who benefits no from that? who is benefiting from this promoting this idea are well are black the, people for, yeah, well BLM's coffers are getting exactly nice and they, fat, they make so a lot of that's money for sure. that's right so but are black people better off being told these lies that they're likely to get shot just walking around you know are, are they better off. Are white people better off being told, um, you guys are such racist, horrible people that if you could, you'd be shooting black people all the time? I mean, th- who benefits yeah. from this? Yeah. Well, it's, I don't get it. It's, it, it's really this perverse kind of guilty. People feel like they're somehow making atonement by being guilty for stuff. It just, the, even... the, the Vox reporter got uh, disciplined
0: for. Looking at the numbers and says, since that Ferguson, even though it was based on a lie, uh, made police department reform a higher priority, mm-hmm. and since then there have been fewer shootings by cops. So, okay. yeah, well, that's not the right story. It's not the story we we we. The media wants to tell. Right. That's not the story that uh, the the movement wants to hear. Right. So yeah. What they what they want to trouble, hear. Is... He's in trouble. Yeah. So he is in trouble for writing a story saying, "Guess what? Hey, guess what? Prison, uh, police reform looks like it's working. In the, in the since since this time, we've had a decrease in police shootings. Wow. Okay. Good. We're uh, looks like we're we're making our, ourselves better.
1: <laughs> you would hope so. Didn't want oh, to hear it. Yeah. You would hope so. Although you know, just. So, just saying police shootings are down, okay, that could be good, but it could also i mean maybe the crime is going up because police shoot, right I mean sure you know so so you can't and none of these statistics you can look at on their own you got to look at the bigger picture and you got to analyze yeah it well, on see you're trying list.
0: to say uh, paint a less rosy picture than this guy is, and he's in trouble for it I know so so here's the other thing uh we're talking about you know what this what your new defunded police department looks like what your new uh, idea of justice looks like so they want to send in crisis management people to mm-hmm. deal with you know to de-escalate the situation yeah. uh, first off are they are are they are are they out there right now do, we, do we, is there an army of de-escalation uh, professionals who are ready to show up at any scene, and what, what, when somebody calls in and says there's a crazy person with a, swinging a machete
1: around, how long do you want to wait until the de-escalation person gets, the gets out prison. of bed <laughs> and makes, makes his way down there? Yeah, that's uh, that's not. That doesn't seem I mean, like do, really do, do, do we
0: have crisis management professional teams at the re- at the ready and? Uh, is that your is is that your solution and and when do you know that that part that that's necessary and and uh, do you, uh, do people have to die before you actually yeah. use deadly obviously, force? Obviously,
1: we want de-escalation. Obviously, we want professionals sure who can and do so that sort of thing When, you're when, when it's about, possible, when
0: you were talking about uh, uh, you know the the cops can do better. Yeah, that should be part of uh, police training and police reform. Should be and and an, an demilitarizing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Let's let's spend a little bit more time if a guy is. If the if the guy is not actually threatening, within arm's length of chopping somebody's head off with that machete, yeah. he just has it in his hand. Yeah, you, you don't need to put four in his chest, <laughs> right? Right. So yeah, yeah. So the, a little de-escalation wouldn't hurt. But uh, you do you do you get there by defunding the police?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, w- I would like to draw everyone's attention to Coleman Hughes' podcast: "Is uh-huh. Black Lives Matter Right." And right. uh, give it a listen. It's a it's a good podcast. He goes into a lot of these same kind of things, and um, worth listening to.
0: Yeah. So I don't think uh, all cops are bad.
1: No. And Some I don't.
0: Are. And I don't see how buying into the idea that all cops are bad benefits anybody except
1: Black Lives Matter. Except Black they, Li- they, Lives they, Matter. They, they, Who clearly
0: don't really care. They make tons
1: Black of Black money, lives. and they've gotten all kinds of companies to give them millions and millions of dollars. Um, out of guilt or now something. Where,
0: where is, what is it doing? Where's, where does that money
1: go? Nobody's really they're, sure. They're, nobody is sure. Nobody's right? sure where this money is going. There's all this money being poured into Black Lives Matter and nobody even knows where it's all going. It's really a weird situation. Right. Um, until, until they
0: fund some Marxist insurrection. They really, <laughs> oh, that's where it went. Oh,
1: yeah, sure. Alright, all right. so that's I think... exhausting. It's, yeah, it is exhausting. What have we got for... Uh, do we got a man of the week? Oh, we do have a man of the week.
0: I've got this one this is let's do this one. this
1: one not always a man okay and this
0: time it's an organization, and this organization is called the uh r t c the rails to trails Conservancy okay they are in the process they have of making a thirty seven hundred mile bike trail from washington d c to looks like uh Seattle washington. good grief. And, uh, there's only two, do that in the summer. And, okay. I mean, you don't want to be doing this trail. <laughs> uh, well, you got to get over the Rockies somehow. This, probably, this part's going to be rough. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, 2,000 miles have been completed. But wow. it's linking up a lot. So Maryland's already done. It's hmm. the C&O Canal. Okay. Right. Right? Yeah. And then we know what another chunk is the bike trail from Columbus to Cincinnati.
1: Oh, sure. There's You know, there's tons of bike trails out there. I was out there. Uh, Captain Crowhill was out in Ohio and, we looked at um, looked at bike maps, mm-hmm. and there are so many bike trails. So, out so, uh,
0: so what says, they're not they're not building thirty seven hundred miles. Yeah. they're linking they're um, them. They're connecting uh, yeah. them. and
1: we're necessary building them. Right,
0: right. we're necessary. Yeah, in, in order to the, the one out of Col- out of Cumberland goes up to Pittsburgh, and yeah, there's the Allegheny Bike Trail that's yeah. up there. Now it's called Rails to Trails. I'm wondering if well, in, that makes sense because uh, the, To because use railroad.
1: Well, it makes sense because they've already graded it, yeah. right? Because yeah. a, a Train can't go up a really steep hill. Yeah, it's already already got to be gentle ups and downs. So yeah. now, converting they, a rail to a trail is, is and great. Now that,
0: uh, yeah, so I wonder how much land does the railroad company uh, It must own the
1: land that the rails are sitting on, right? Hmm. hmm. Or you know, a lot in a lot of these cases, it's probably a railroad company that went out of business, so you don't even know who owns it anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you've got. Yeah, you know and I'm saying that you,
0: that you 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 could. Uh, where there's an inactive, where there's an active railroad, ah. there's still land next to it, yeah, right that you could. Could put you a, put a bike trail next, bike trail to, next yeah. to it? Maybe, which would make sense. And then also plus ones that are disused,
1: yeah. Uh, Although it's pretty doggone scary, you know. Back when I was doing geology out in Western Maryland, we we walked along a lot of railroad lines and. You're walking along a railroad line, and all of a sudden the train comes up behind you. <laughs> yeah, it's, <right? laughs> it's, it's it's a little scary, and be, being on a bike with that happening, you, you might want to just stop and wait. <laughs> but anyway, this is pretty cool. It I'm, is pretty cool. I wish it get done quickly while so, I'm still have uh, yeah, enough so what to ride it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: hundred and forty-five existing paths, so they're, mm-hmm. they're, it's, they're yeah, like you said. They're when just are they going to have it done? I don't know. Well, you, you can see, these little uh, these these spots here are under construction.
1: Well, based on what's not so, based on what's already built, yeah. we could go from here to all the uh, way through Ohio up to West Virginia, yeah, all anyway. the way to uh, Indiana. So there's, there's a couple of dots over there, but all but right. I mean, yeah, you, you, you get get pretty far out there. Right. And oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. Indiana's
0: not doing so good in this. Yeah, the so the rough spot here is uh, uh, Iowa, Montana. Yeah, but uh, the West Coast part, they've already got theirs. Yeah. All Washington right. State. Anyway, so congratulations it's a good thing there, to do. uh
1: Rails to Trails.
0: Rails to Trails, D.C. based nonprofit.
1: Okay, yeah, good job. All right, man of the week.